Welcome to the Queer Arabs podcast. This is Alia. This is Nadia. And this is Ellie. And we are on Facebook Messenger looking at each other right now. Um, how are you both? <laughs> I, 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 no one needed to know that, but that is how we're recording right now. Um, we wanted to just have an episode with three of the three of us. Um, we want to start out by giving a recap of kind of like some stuff that's happened this week and then do some little like fun podcast hypothetical scenarios because we felt it was time for one of those episodes. Um, it's been a long time. So I, I mean that and y'all two just survived a hurricane. So we actually let's talk about that. Um, I was outside the city for a couple of days. I was doing a gig in Hudson, New York. Um, so I wasn't even in the direct line. And then my apartment here was also like totally fine. And I'm feeling really weird right now because everybody everywhere is asking me if I'm okay. And I'm totally, and it was, it was terrible. Like there were people killed. This was terrible for some people. I just didn't happen to be one of those people. Um, so it's really weird when your whole family is like, are you okay with the hurricane? How are you surviving? And I'm like, I'm, I'm totally fine. I'm in this nice hotel room actually right now. Um, I don't know, like, like people in Lebanon are texting to see if I'm okay. And I'm like, really, you're using your, your, (laughs) your three hours of electricity. I mean, they love you enough to spend those three hours of electricity looking for you. I I, I appreciate everybody, period. I just... It's a weird thing, right? It's it's like anywhere. Everybody's seeing the one video of the subway station flooding, which is real and awful. And the city infrastructure isn't built to handle things like this, which are going to happen more and more often, unfortunately. Um, it's a little weird when you're just kind of like chilling in a sunny spot outside a hotel and people are concerned about you and the flooding. Um, yeah. yeah. So I feel weirdly bad about that, I guess. Yeah, um, it's it's weird how, like, so close there's all of these flooded areas. So it's like we're, I mean, where I am, I am on the second floor, and then, yeah. like, super geographically close, there were all these spots that were flooded, and people were, like, losing a lot, even their livelihood. Um, but then I was lucky enough not to be affected and the same happened in Houston during Hurricane Harvey. Um, being on the fifth floor helped and um, but like looking out like standing on the top of the parking garage and looking out and seeing like all of the flooding happening it was very it was just surreal um, and then everyone asked asking like are you okay and you you're like lucky enough to be able to say yes i personally am completely okay but like Uh, right and i'm not i'm not like yeah sorry i'm not dismissing anyone who's asking it's just a really weird there was a really weird contrast between what people thought was going on in my life and what was actually going on in my Uh life at a particular moment Yeah. yeah yeah um we had family asking if we were okay over here and it's like yeah we saw a thunderstorm it wasn't like oh, even so it completely passed us by oh wow the fact that it passed houston for once that a hurricane passed houston is like unusual 
I mean, it's either going to be like Houston, Florida, or Louisiana. So yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Speaking of Houston, do you want to talk about Texas this week? I know this came up earlier in conversation. I I knew this was coming. Um, yeah. So basically, we passed a whole crap ton of laws in Texas. Uh, the biggest one that's making news, of course, is the abortion bounty law, where they set up a website to literally, so people could literally report their, like, report any woman who's had an abortion, and if they were, like, caught and convicted, they, the person who reported them would get paid. So you could have literally a situation where a guy gets a girl pregnant, like, pieces out, and then finds out she had an abortion, and oh, hey, he gets paid for it now. So today is the first time I ever learned about that. Yeah, and unsurprisingly, like or surprisingly, uh, the site has ha had to been had to be like IP blocked to just Texas because like people in the United States were trolling the hell out of it by like submitting false reports, uh, you know, posting. Yeah, what did they expect? I yeah, I mean, look look how well that like illegal uh, report your illegals line worked out for Trump. And it's Good. like. But uh, no, apparently the biggest thing people like to post to it in the reports is Shrek porn, of all things. The fuck? Okay, you know that you know that movie franchise by DreamWorks it's with the big green, big green troll voiced by Mike Myers. Yes, so I know what Shrek is. I did not think about Shrek porn being a genre, but of course it would be because there is a genre for everything. <laughs> oh. You are sadly undereducated on the importance of Shrek in like nerd culture and yes, trolling. And so am I. I, I. It's like I knew it was kind of a thing, but I didn't think it was like going to be a thing that would eventually like make the news. But yeah, apparently they they spent as little money as possible on this website. Like basically, it's a WordPress and people are fucking it up by posting too much shit to it. And as somebody who works in that industry, I know how easy it is to ruin those things and make them unusable. I love it when oppressors are incompetent. Yeah, unfortunately. Like, that's we got going for us. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, though, the one thing that our like my state has also mandated is a no mask mandate for schools, meaning schools cannot require people to wear masks when they go to school. The fuck? So as a result, we have been hitting, you know, new record highs on COVID deaths in Texas. Okay, so that's why there's that. Um, I saw this post that was like, there are more reproductive rights for a virus than virus. for a, yeah. Uh, yes, and this there was like one story about going around how people should feel sad about, but like, apparently COVID is the number one cop killer in, in Texas now. Like, more cops have died to COVID than to anything else this year. Like, I know it's bad to sort of, like, be on the side of, you know, if you catch the virus and you didn't have the vaccine, you deserve to die. Like, that's a terrible fucking take. But it's like, at this point, it's like you see these people working so hard to, like, make it worse. You know, mm -hmm. you're kind of like, you just you can't... It's like you gotta you gotta laugh at other otherwise you're just gonna get really depressed like I do. Well, and I'm like, where are all the blue lives matter people right now? Um, taking their uh, horse dewormer. Right. 
Um, my yeah. my take on it was, well, I'm pretty sure that co that virus thought the cop was going to kill him. Mm. The fuck? Okay, so in the United States, uh, frequently people, like frequently police, whenever they kill somebody in the line of duty, they'll say they feared for their lives. So, flip that on his head. Mm. Okay. So. Yeah. Got you. Um, let's play hypotheticals. Yeah, enough of this depressing shit. Let's. Oh, what a transition. Do you want to, like, say anything about that? I know, sorry. I was just like, let's all dissociate now. Um, okay, well, shit sucks. Yeah, so this is kind of why we wanted to do this. Um, one, because, uh, I don't know, shit is a lot in all of our lives right now, as well as, like, in the world in general. And sometimes that when you can't fix everything, you just get really slap happy about all kinds of shit um, and laugh at everything. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. I think that's what we're doing right now. Two, um, I, one of an, another podcast I like to listen to called Just Between Us. They always do these hypotheticals in all their episodes. Um, so shout out to them. I'm stealing some game questions from those people. Um, yeah. So uh, the first uh, first hypothetical game is called Would You Stay With That Cheater? Um, it's what it sounds like. Someone gives a scenario and then the other people have to decide would you stay with that cheater? Mm. Um, does someone want to want to give a scenario? Um, I vote you start, Nadia, just because you've heard their like how they yeah that, that that is fair i'm not super creative right now okay so your um so your um partner of 10 years who you also like you also dated them in high school but then you like went to different colleges a while later you got back together you started a relationship now you have um a mortgage together and a two-year-old kid um and recently you found out that you're going through their high school yearbook and then you realized in high school they had another another person in their lives who was like signing their yearbook like gonna miss you boo thing you're the best <laughs> boyfriend girlfriend ever <laughs> um you confront your partner about this um they refuse to acknowledge that that was real they say, oh, this person was just like, I don't know, being flirty in the yearbook comments. You still have this person's number from high school. <laughs> um, so you go back and uh, you, you call them and this person says that this person, okay, this person insists they have a thing in high school and five years into their into your new adult relationship they hooks up again your your partner admits they had a thing in high school denies a thing five years ago would you stay with that cheater go um i would have to say no because of the multiple the pattern of lying that has already been shown particularly the fact that like once you have some solid I don't want to, I don't like, yeah, evidence, I guess. Um, and you bring it to them and only then they're like, oh yeah, 
and then it's the, they start the same cycle again. Um, I feel like they've kind of established that they haven't fair plot twist. We can also add plot twists into this game, okay? Because um, I feel like it didn't give that good of a scenario. Um, plot twist. Uh -huh. uh, the thing five years ago didn't happen. This person is just making shit up to try to get to try to break up your relationship. Um, oh. And uh -huh. your partner genuinely didn't remember the high school relationship because they like I, I don't know they just like dissociated for a lot of high school. Um, so when they said that wasn't anything, they genuinely meant it, but now they remember it. Okay, oh, I mean, that's, that's that's playing with my heart. Like yeah, that changes it for me. Like, on the one hand, it's like, I'm, I totally agree with Alia. If somebody has cheated in the past, um, you know, I, I'd be very weary about staying with them. Just because it's like, if you cheat, like, and you've gotten away with it, like, what's, why wouldn't you do it again? I, I don't have a lot of faith Yeah, but they were 16. They were 16 at the time. So, you know, we've been, yeah, but a lot has changed. Yeah, a lot has changed, but like the second time around, like before the plot twist. The second time didn't happen. But that's in the plot twist, right? Where it didn't happen. Well, the plot twist is reality okay, got now. You. Um, yeah, so I would not break up with the person with considering all the facts that you Well, said. the fact that they're like disassociating and forgetting about shit, I'd be like, have, darling, have you been... Have you gone to a therapist? Do you need do you need to address that depression? Because that's like huge depression, like red flag. I mean, they right have, there. they have, but they ha they are working with a therapist um, about their teenage trauma. Uh, <sighs> like, sorry to get all heavy and shit on this. No, I mean, no, no, no. I said they were dissociating. I mean, like, I think a lot of people block out things from like high school. Yeah. But they did cheat in they did cheat in high school, but they also genuinely forgot. In my opinion, like yes, I mean it sucks that they did that to you in the past and um, whatever. But I think after all that time has passed and the relationship has become a lot more solid and like they've demonstrated they're not going to continue that pattern, um, and also the fact that they're willing to communicate about this now. I think all of those factors would make me want to work through it. You know, especially now that you have a mortgage. So you I would stay, yeah. Yes. It's like there's there's a lot of weight to stay in this in this hypothetical. Yeah. Nadia, are you working through some shit? No, this is just how it goes. You should listen to the original podcast. I, I don't think I did a very good job of it. But no, okay, so the ending is that um, unfortunately. Now that like you've gotten this the old high school boo back into the uh -huh. mix, um, they come back into your partner's life, um, remind them that they actually were in love in high school. Partner runs off with high school boo, leaving you with the, the house and kids. Um, oh, fantastic! Which is all for the better, anyway. Yeah, it's all for the better because the they weren't good. They weren't that good with the kid, anyway. <laughs> wow. <Okay. laughs> <That's fun. laughs> <laughs> they're a terrible parent um, to go i will okay you're cleaning out your kitchen cupboards in the home that you live with your spouse you've been together for 10 years as well um been together not just together but you've been married and cohabitating for 10 years as okay. you're cleaning as you're cleaning out said kitchen cabinets um 
which is something you haven't done for a long time. Like these particular cabinets haven't been looked in or touched for a long time. And you just like got this really, this urge to like do something with your time because you were supposed to go to a concert, the concert got canceled and you were like, okay, I need to do something um, to like pass this time that I did. We are I, really over justifying cleaning things up. So I'm gonna keep <laughs> going, I'm gonna move on. As you are get to the very back of this cabinet, you find a wedding album. The wedding album features your spouse as mm. one of the people getting married. And it is not your wedding album. Um, you have not heard before of your partner ever being married to anyone else. They've never disclosed that to you. And you ask them and you're what? like, hey, what's up with this? marriage what the fuck and then they're like oh my god i'm so i'm so dumb i can't believe i didn't tell you i was married legally when we got married but that was an arranged marriage it really meant nothing to me but you know some people might consider this to be cheating because you're like marrying a second person you're like technically still married i can ask clarifying question sure um so was were you able to legally marry this person then because aren't or was it in like a different country or something like how um it was how a, it let's yeah let's just say you were able to legally marry them for for some reason maybe it was a different country let's just say it was a different country okay. yeah somehow it worked out cool. or like their first marriage wasn't detected by or known by whatever legal entity married you. Legal side note, um, that sort of thing would be grounds for annulment and challenging marriage in cases of wills, but mm -hmm. like no one like goes around checking if you can legally get, get married first. Oh, okay, got you. Okay, um, well, if it's in the same state, I think it would show up on the, anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, a lot because there's a lot of things i don't know here yeah i guess when so arranged marriage doesn't mean it's not like a marriage marriage right like did they ever live with this person right was were they like separated when you got together they lived together at, in conversation with your spouse you find out they had lived together originally when they first got married they did get separated but never divorced and this was not disclosed to you I would be just upset that they had hit this whole situation because it doesn't seem like it's something they would need to hide. Like they didn't do anything wrong here. Um, so I wonder why they were being like cagey about it. Maybe they're embarrassed about the arranged marriage thing. Mm -hmm. I don't, I wouldn't automatically leave them without a conversation. Okay. Same you know, here. I'm going to say, I'm going to have a double standard on this one. If, if my partner was a woman in a, straight marriage at the time the range marriage i'd be like you know that's that's past you know everyone's got weird shit before they come out uh if it if it was a guy though you know like that's like a huge red flag and I i'm see. totally i'm totally owning up to you know double standard for straight pairings i'm trying to think why that makes a little bit of sense to me yeah same. Um, i would i would argue for yeah. this on two levels one you know coming out is traumatic and especially 
like in our cultures it can be a huge like earth-shattering deal and sometimes you just don't want to deal with that past you know like we've all had like boyfriends or girlfriends we've been like oh my god what was i thinking Mm -hmm. on the other hand like straight relationship you know especially if it's the guy in arranged marriage the guy usually has a lot more say than the woman so yeah i was gonna like make a caveat and be like arranged marriages could still be traumatic and you might have still like left a i don't know a controlling family situation you didn't want but i do but it does fall on the women more so it it, like chance chances are like i think chances are that's it affects it affects how likely it is yeah yeah sorry guys i think yeah although women would deserve more yes yeah i agree plus this kind of goes into my whole guys are terrible for relationships bias as well just just personal experience okay plot twist oh lord okay you you after you find this wedding album and you have this conversation you miss another con- there's another concert you were supposed to go to that gets canceled and you're like god i have i have all this time on my hands and so you start cleaning out another cabinet and you find a letter written by your spouse to let's say their mom and the letter says please don't ever tell my spouse so you about my past marriage um so you find this letter where they're purposely wanting to keep they make it very clear they purposely want to keep it from you i mean that's us on its own I, but like i get it yeah that, would, that definitely makes things worse again I, there's like too, so much that i wouldn't just walk out i would want to like know more stuff before even if i'm going to walk out anyway but i think with that like chances are i'm leaving because it's not um i was yeah I mean, maybe it was a mom versus dad situation and maybe the dad forced the arranged marriage or something like that. But like, I don't know when it comes down to it. If you're still like on that on the same team as your mom about that whole situation in some way, Mm -hmm. it makes it less plausible that you're uh, just trying to, I don't know, that you had to like break from that past for your own mental well-being and forget about it like it's it's not like you're totally yeah cutting ties with a past life and i i understand the impulse if you're like totally cutting off your ties with a entire past life that you might just want to forget about it and not telling is a form of forgetting and moving on but like i don't know making a pact with your mom about it not so much yeah that would also who writes letters like that anymore well apparently they are really into snail mail and then also it's weird because you find the no okay i'm gonna do one last plot twist you also are you realize wait they wrote this letter but they obviously didn't send it because it's like from them but their mom obviously didn't receive it so then it's like oh shit so were they thinking about it they decided not to send it um a little bit better. Yeah. That's better. Anyway. I think I'm 90% yeah. leaving. I'm 90% leaving, but I just want to talk a lot first. Yeah. I think I'm like yeah. 70% leaving, but like 90% okay. leaving if it's a guy. 
Okay. Fair. Interesting, yeah. Um, Ellie, do you want to give a scenario? So, your partner and you have been together three years. Newish relationship, okay. you're just settling in. in and uh, your partner has never been very religious. And let's say for the sake of argument, neither of you. But all of a sudden, they start, you know, they found God and they're going to church. Mm-hmm. And they're like insisting you join them on this. Would that would that cause you to rethink the relationship? But is that but that's not making them a cheater? So are we Wait, just kind of deviating? I, I, I'm getting. I'll, I'll get to the. Tw- but okay, so the twist is going to be okay. fairly obvious that in this case, it's like. But they're spending. But from all of the social media posts they're making while they go to church and the like the coffee talk afterwards, they're spending a lot of time with this one woman. Like, and they're always pictured talking together, laughing together. And then suddenly, somebody in the church group that which you've been invited to, but you don't attend, has said what a cute couple they are. Whoa, on the post, they've made that comment? Uh, some rando from the church has said that your partner and this person, um, let's go with opposite sex mm-hmm. or whatever. Okay. Let's like, it would be a straight relationship. Yeah. Um, would that cause you to reconsider things? It would cause me to reconsider things. I would also want to know, did that church member just make an assumption from seeing pictures? Um, but I would also be, I would find it very sus if they are in this church group and they regularly see this person. I'm kind of like, okay, what do they know that I don't? Um, so the twist and you i think yeah oh nadia go ahead oh go ahead no no No, throw the twist in okay so you're going through their phone and for whatever reason you pick up their phone and there's like 500 messages from this person in the church group and you can only see the first one because the phone's locked and it it says hey i really need to talk to you wait so the the person who made the comment no, no. This would be the person that they were set, that they were the the couple person. Okay, so I don't I don't necessarily think anything is sus. Well, I mean it, it's sus, but not like maybe not, not a red flag. I think there's just a lot of things that could be going on here. One, it's like your partner asked you to come with them originally to church, so it's not like they were going to church just to like instrument something. Mm-hmm. Two, I think it seems very possible. One, like, I think a lot of people make assumptions whenever two people are just together a lot and they aesthetically look like whatever they think a couple should mm-hmm. look like. I don't know. There's a lot of assumptions. Yeah. Three, I think this what could be going on here is, like, um, and on the spectrum of what, like, some people would call emotional cheating, which I don't actually believe in for my own personal relationships. I don't know. They're, they're just becoming like emotionally codependent in a way that uh some people consider that a form of cheating because your primary emotional attachment is supposed to be to your partner in a relationship mm-hmm. um and it could and they and it also might be that they like have a crush on this person and that's what's drawing them to church but they don't even quite know that yeah. right like i think there there's a lot of things that some people consider forms of cheating that are not like deliberate deceptive cheating which is mostly the one i care about you know clearly this person is something in their life but i don't mean think that necessarily means they like 
are going behind my back to mm. have a thing with them. All right. So, so I think we just, again, I think we need to talk. Yeah. yeah. So there are two more twists to this. Here's the next twist. Uh, you asked them to see the other messages that they've sent you and they refused to tell you or unlock the phone. It's fine with me, honestly. Uh, I don't think anyone owes me their phone messages. Or, yeah, I, I think it's actually, yeah. They need, I, they need to tell me about stuff, but they don't need to show me the messages. Yeah, like, if it was just the, oh, I can't show you these, that wouldn't be enough for me to freak out. But if they wouldn't tell me, if I was like, oh, okay, can you just... They won't tell me anything about this person. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, if they won't tell me who is this person to you i'm just you know like tell me who this person is to you like or whatever or why did or if i say like oh what was that comment about was that just like a mistake and they're like don't worry about it or something like that like if they wouldn't if they wouldn't answer any aspect of it um that would be fucked up in my opinion but like if it was just the phone messages i'd be like okay mm -hmm. this is i don't want to like violate that other person's privacy for no reason right what if we need to talk is like we need to talk about how i am i don't know maybe they're like going through something really emotional and that's why they're so close and they've become emotional confidants which again some people think is emotional cheating but like whatever mm -hmm. it's doesn't mean they're it's something that i should be reading yeah. All right. Are we ready for the final twist? Yeah. I'm ready. All right. So eventually you decide to attend church for like, let's say Christmas mass. And you okay. come and and everyone is like, oh, who are you? And you introduce yourself. It's like, I am my partner's partner. And mm -hmm. we've been together for three years. And every time you say this to somebody... There's a very uncomfortable silence. <laughs> oh my god. Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at this. Well, it's 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 kind of played for laughs. So yeah. Um and um and then you like hear people whispering, it's like, does the church like the one that they thought was the cute couple, the like the guy this like does does the guy know? Um, okay. In this scenario, are you opposite sex to your partner? And Same sex. Okay. I think there, that might be an element I would want to know. Like, Yeah, I think highly sus. This situation is now has gone from I want to find out to highly sus. Um, but I think there is still the uh, possibility that these people are like church beards. If maybe they're, yeah, like I know exactly they're, they're, what they're you're talking people, about. Yeah, they're letting people think they're a couple because it's it's gonna, you know, give them more pass in this church community, which they're suddenly really enthusiastic about for other reasons. Um, but even if that was the case, I'd feel weird that my partner didn't talk to me about that. I yeah. don't know. Like they, they, they would seem, they're at least going to know about it. They can't be oblivious to that if everybody has the same idea. Um, so, you know, it, it, my partner who's trying to get me to go to church might've wanted to like bring that up. That seems significant. Yeah. Um, or they could, or they, or they might be a cheater, either one, but I, there's, there's something weird that I should know about here that I actually feel entitled to unlike the text combo. 
Right, because it is about it is in relation to you. Because it's like, uh, are they ke are they yeah. keeping you a secret or not? Like this is about right, and they should have told me that at least bare minimum. They should have told me that before I came to church. Like that's something I, I should at least know before I show right. up in that environment. It's like, hey, they might think me and this person are a couple, but damn, y'all are too emotionally mature. I was I was hoping for some drama on this one. <laughs> um, well, I mean. Congratulations on being emotionally immature. Okay. <laughs> Here, here's here's a... I can give a, another hypothetical answer. Like, that bitch better show me their phone or else. Or, I don't know. They, it's too late. That, kind of... <laughs> too little, um, too late, Alia. <laughs> um, can I just say, remember one of my biggest enemies... Um, is married and like doesn't doesn't say anything to people they date oh okay. yeah i know exactly who you're talking about yeah but i know i know that oh, let's do that hypothetical. what let's do that hypothetical someone okay this is not within would you stay with that cheater this is like the opposite yeah wait oh actually let's do a very let's do a variation let's do a variation okay. of what you say with that cheater um somebody you've been casually dating uh on your fourth date uh you decide to google them and find out like they have a marriage record mm -hmm. um they tell you that it's a weird marriage they're not actually romantically involved with this person but they do share a house together um, and keep up appearances of a marriage mm -hmm. while they all date other people. Um, however, they're planning, uh, you ask them when we're, they're planning to bring this up to you. Right. Which, which is a very, the, the, the funny thing is this is not hypothetical, I'll just say. Yeah, this is, sounds I, yeah, exactly was, like the person we know. I was pretending, I was pretending. No, I know um no this just feels great i love this this but but it's oh. don't pretend it's the same person like it's not they haven't done all the other things this person has done okay okay just yeah just take the bare bones hypothetical of like just those okay. circumstances um, like i i get the whole you know you don't want to come out to your family and you need to you know put up appearances but i'm not going to be a part of that no it's too, i guess I, i'm too lazy <laughs> Fair, fair. Um, that they're doing that, not that they didn't tell you. Uh, no, that's like, that is like drama and a half, and I don't want to be a part of that. It's like... Okay, so it's more the baggage to you than the, like, deception. Well, it's yeah. like the fact that they're basically constantly deceiving their families. I get why they're doing it, and mm -hmm. I'm not going to out them. I'm like a certain other person. Uh -huh. I, who I totally would. Uh -huh. Stupid ethics. But, um, yeah, I, I just, I'd just say, hey, um, no, I can't. Not into poly relationships, and this is just a poly relationship with baggage. Okay. Interesting. Okay, so I guess I'm not really supposed to be the, you know, I'm not supposed to be the person who gives commentary on this. I mean, oh, you, yeah, you, you go. I mean, you still can. Okay, I yeah, I would I would find the part of 
them wanting to permanently withhold that from me to be the red flag, not the not necessarily the family part. I mean, the family part would be a lot to navigate, I'm sure, if you decided to like be long term with them. Um, and also knowing that like if you wanted to become serious with them and knowing that they were like cohabitating with someone else, um, I would have to think that part through as well. But I think the main, yeah, the main part would be them just casually being like, oh, I was never going to tell you. Um, and it, it just feeling like, okay, so you didn't even like give me the respect of like letting me make this decision for myself knowing the information. Okay, so um, not exactly plot twist, but just further elaboration on the scenario. Um, this was intentionally a casual dating scenario. So oh, right. okay. you both put on your profiles, just looking for some casual dating and fun, no strings oh, right. attached. Um, you're not planning on escalating this into anything more serious. Okay. Um. Did they have the obligation to tell you? No. I don't think I don't think they did. However, part of me would be like, shit, is this just their cover up to like not have any consequences with their spouse? Like are they acting like this marriage really isn't No, but the spouse knows. Oh, the spouse knows about their dating. Okay. Yeah. Oh. The spouse is also gay. Oh, in that case, I don't, I wouldn't be, I don't think I would care if it was just a casual thing. Uh, yeah, but okay. it also, like you're, you're dating. it would also totally preclude them from like any escalation of the relationship unless they were truly. Yeah. Which sounds like they don't want anyway, so. Yeah, this, this is your, you, you said you both put on your dating profile, just looking for casual dating right now. Yeah. I think in that case, I wouldn't feel like they owed me that info. If the I feel like I, I, I would still yeah. want them to, I, I would still want to know. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I don't, I, but I'm, I don't know if it's like first date info. Mm -hmm. No, I think. I feel like I'd still be upset that they didn't disclose that. I don't know why. Yeah. If they had a real, would it, okay, is it different? Now I'm just like churning all the knobs. Mm -hmm. Same exact scenario, except in this case, it's um, their spouse is a real romantic partner. They are romantically involved in. Mm. Um, it's an open relationship. In that case, I would want to know. If it was that, okay. if it was that, I would want to know versus if it was strictly on paper and there was nothing else to it. I mean, there are life partners who like have a household together, even if they're not. Yeah. That's sexual partners in either true. case. Um, I mean, have you seen uh, the cost of living lately? Huh? Have you seen the cost of housing yeah, lately? Yeah, I mean, sure. No, for sure. I, I think that for strictly health reasons, like they should, if they're having sex with this person, 
I would want to know if they are regularly like sexually active with other people, including this person that they live with. So like if they didn't tell me at all about this person they live with and they were sexually and romantically like in a relationship, I would want to know for health reasons. What is the right, but what if the presumption going into it Although they didn't mention that they were in a relationship, uh -huh. um, like you presume that this wasn't exclusive. So if they didn't have a relationship, you'd be assumed they were like maybe casually hooking up with other people as well. Right. Okay. Is it still important to know that they have a a, a partner? Um. Oh. I don't know. How awkward is it going to be? Is it like, am I going to, you know, go meet up with them? And we go back to their place, and then their spouse slash partner makes me breakfast. Awkward. <laughs> yeah. No, neither. You're not going. No one's going to each other's place. Their house. Um, yeah, okay. They have a really good job. They get you a hotel room. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. I mean, yeah, I've done it. Okay. So you'd say, I guess I'm trying to tease out like what, what what part of the original situation was the cringe one? Is it the like marriage? Is it the part the is it the whether or not they have sex with their partner? Is it the whether or not your part's going to escalate? Is it um, which date they tell you on? Like, is some of this stuff like not first date information, but it has to be third date information? Yeah. Like yeah. I think I like guess... partnership status is definitely first date or profile information, but. If yeah. they, if I know that going in and I'm basically just there for fun, it's like, yeah, that's going to preclude like any sort of escalation. Sorry. Yeah, but you're, you're, I guess, but there is no escalate. Like it, from the, from the get go, you, you both yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. escalation. Yeah. I think, I think what's the, like, uh, the tenuous point that I think people have different opinions on and I'm not entirely sure. Is like, do you always have to disclose partnership status, like period, always 100%? Um, or does it not matter if like, like some people would say it doesn't matter if you're literally just looking for a hookup. Um, and there's like literally no, you're not expecting it to be exclusive anyway. Um, so they don't owe you any information about themselves. Then like casual dating, where does that stand, etc. Right. I just think like lying to me on anything is a huge red flag, I even by lies of omission. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the omission thing that's like, uh, for it to be a live omission, there has to be like a normal amount of information you would say anyway. And for some people, it's like for a hookup, there's no, like. You wouldn't give any information anyway, so there's there wasn't a live emission because it right. wasn't like something that should have been there. Oh, now we're now we're getting like into platform specifics. Is this like a grinder situation um, where it's just a picture of their dick? It's a, it's say Tinder. Tinder is ambiguous like that. Mm. God. I don't know the answer to this. I don't know what my answer is. Yeah, okay, let's leave this one. I think I think, I think I like teased out which part is the like the biggest question mark for me. Yeah. 
because I am all about like honesty and disclosing things but some people like they think that it's not even a mission it's just not giving TMI for things that aren't serious mm-hmm. uh like some people don't want the baggage of knowing everybody's backstory yeah I don't know huh. uh like- we want to move on to a different kind of hypothetical yeah sure um so the other there was this other one that you brought up um God, what it, are you a terrible parent oh right okay um do you want to kick this off yeah i'm really bad at making things up right now so i'm gonna steal one directly from just between us but it's not stealing because i'm giving them credit perfect um so <laughs> uh, you have um a a seven-year-old and a new baby um the seven-year-old got really jealous when the new baby came in uh, they said that they are always wishing that, you know, they were an only child again because they really like getting that, that attention. Mm-hmm. Um, to teach your child a lesson, you uh, say that you sent the kid off to a different state to live with some family members so you can focus exclusively on your <laughs> seven-year-old and now they're an only child. Um, <laughs> really, the other kid is just like at daycare or something, uh-huh. um, but they believe you and start crying. And they they realize they appreciate their sibling and want them back. Are you a terrible parent? I think that's amazing parenting. I I would I am all for this. If that like snaps them out of it, if that snaps them out of it and it makes them like realize that they do want this baby in their life, then great. Do what you need to do, and then just be like, see, you wouldn't want that, would you? This sounds like but, some boomer but, shit. But 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 now. <laughs> but also now your kid has this idea that if they do something wrong like that like sending kids away is something that you do sometimes so now whenever they're afraid they like messed up at something or like they didn't learn all the shapes right they ask are you gonna send me away to alabama oh no okay now i feel like a terrible one if that's really the lasting effect (laughs) god okay i do suck at this I'm sorry, Alex. Your triangle sucked. You're going to Alabama. Oh my god. Oh no. I, I okay. Um. Yeah. If this is a lasting effect, then yeah. Obviously, I made the wrong choice. I was. My parenting was terrible. But they get really good at drawing triangles. <laughs> With that incentive, I guess they would. Well. They should be, and then they, become, they should be they grateful. Wait, what? <laughs> they become like the most uh, famous graphic designer because they worked so hard at their like geometric um, projections as a child. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> uh, no, that doesn't make it okay. I became famous because of my parents' okay, abuse. So you're a terrible parent. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, I am terrible. Um, okay, can I give one? Go for it. Yeah. Okay, you plant... Okay, so your kid is like, oh my god, I, I only the only vegetable I want to eat is jelly beans because they get it in their head that beans are a vegetable and that jelly beans are therefore a vegetable, yeah. right? Um, and you're like, no, you need to eat actual vegetables. 
And they're like, no, I want just jelly beans. And then you tell them, well, if you plant jelly beans, like you buy them a packet of jelly beans, you say, you can either eat these now or you can plant them and they will grow trees that will give you unlimited jelly beans. Um, so therefore you blatantly lie to the kid to teach them a lesson or to like just fuck with them so that they don't actually get to eat them, but they have this hope in their head. Um, so then they're like, ooh, jelly bean trees. This is worth the sacrifice of this one packet. So they go to the backyard, they bury all of them deep into the ground. Obviously, nothing ever happens. Um, you as the parent sneakily in the middle of the night, that same day that they grow the jelly beans, you grow, you plant all these vegetable seeds in the in their place. And hmm. over time, you get cucumbers and tomatoes, all this stuff, blah, blah. Um, and the kid later on is like, what the fuck? Like, you said jelly beans would appear on these trees. And then you say, well, you said that jelly beans are a vegetable and they are growing like other vegetables are growing. This is just what happens sometimes. And then you never give the kid clarification on what this happened. Is, from start to finish, <laughs> this is some boomer shit. I agree. Like, are you a terrible parent? For yeah. Wait, do they eat your vegetables? Um. Oh, I didn't think of that part. Um. <laughs> yeah, they be they begrudgingly eat vegetables after that, but you never tell them what you did. That is some boomer shit. <laughs> I mean. That's like, this is how you screw kids up. I think if you got them to eat vegetables, uh-huh. I think it will make, I think, you know, I, I think on, on a lying level, it's not any worse than Santa Claus and stuff. Yeah. Um, and I think if you get them to eat vegetables for a while, it's worth it because this isn't like the kind of lie. They're going to figure this out, right? Like this isn't <laughs> yeah. something that's going to them for eternity. Eventually you realize that jelly beans don't grow. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can imagine this kid having a fight with their like third grade teacher like, about lie, where lie won't last. <laughs> where vegetables come from. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, I planted jelly beans and I got cucumbers. I think I think at this point we <laughs> Yeah. Um but yeah, you just allowed your kid to have false hope. And like lose that's kind of the, the part that gets me like it's because it, it, at the beginning it almost sounds like we're playing the marshmallow test right like if you get one marshmallow now or two marshmallows later yeah. and we're testing their ability to uh, have patience and wait for right. long-term effects and by not giving them the long-term effects i wonder if that's like counteracting that training right yeah. you know like not to be positively enforced reinforced for that choice to wait but they right. didn't quite get that so that's not that's not great psychologically but I don't know. I think vegetables are really important, and sometimes, like whatever it takes to get them to eat it, like maybe yeah. the nutritional are, are are worth the cycle. I don't know. I, fi I find this ends um, ends justifies the means discussion very disturbing, Nadia. Really? Yeah. yeah I mean, it is, but um, but but here's the thing: like, uh, we're not talking. I don't think this yeah, is traumatizing, right? Like, dramatic. I think we're gonna like we're gonna figure it out. 
it's is, just like is, not exactly the right reinforcement which this is this is like trauma. the sort of shit that promotes like magical thinking in kids like i get you know imagination cool and all that but you know this is some really broken cause and effect for both of you <laughs> no i okay i just okay so i know i'm not supposed to answer this but yeah i'm going to um i just don't think this is gonna be a lasting trauma on the kids i don't think it's gonna be traumatic but it's gonna like definitely embarrass them a few times before that it corrects Oh, because they'll be like telling teachers and stuff. Getting arguments with teachers, and like my mom said. <laughs> and yeah. like, and be like, oh, honey. <laughs> okay, so Ellie, you think this is terrible parenting? I like I said, I think this is some straight up boomer shit. Maybe <laughs> uh, that's some good points. Okay, so we edited out by by the time you're hearing this, we edited out where Ellie said she's not going to do this one. Um, so thank you. Yeah, all sorry, folks, listening. I blanked. Yeah, that's cool. Um, Hopefully, you learned something about parenting strategy today. Yeah, we are experts, all three of us. Yeah, yeah. We of all people should be giving parenting advice. Come to us anytime. Um. So if you are a parent, just toss away all your lived experiences and listen and focus on what we said in the last yes, hour. Focus on the Queer Arts Podcast episode, I believe, 173. Um, anyway, thank you all so much for listening. And you can follow us at the Instagram and the Facebook and the Twitter at the Queer Arabs. And you can email us at thequeerarabs at gmail.com. And our website is thequeerarabs.com. Thank you for listening, y'all. And remember, the ends do not justify the means.